0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to today's session is going to be a very familiar one if you've been around the row along workouts for a while we're going to do 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute no, no no don't turn off don't turn off this really is a very important session okay that doing this session 30 minutes 20 strokes per minute at 2k plus 18 pace gives you so much time to work on your technique it gives you all that option to really build up that core foundation fitness that you need and because it's a half hour row a good kind of relatively um you're working out well but it's not gonna be a maximum one you're just burning calories and it really helps you out. So please don't avoid this one. Just let my waffling be the thing that keeps you entertained enough to be able to get through half an hour on the rowing machine. And then you can wait until tomorrow or your, the, the, um, the next session that you do to be the tough one that you're going to really absolutely beast yourself on. Okay. This kind of a session is what allows you to do the ones that you can then beast yourself on. All right, please, please don't skip these ones. That's all I'm saying. So Like I say, 30 minutes, 20 strokes per minute, and your pace is going to be around about 2K plus 18, right? Now, if you're doing this from an effort level point of view, perceived effort, then you're going to start this off at around about 5 or 6 out of 10. And yes, you may drift up, but I want you to hold that pace that you think is 5 or 6 out of 10 for the duration of this row. Or if you're going to do this by a speech-based thing, like are you able to talk through the row, then kind of just use that. And it's a little bit of a woolly one to kind of think about from a pacing point of view. But start rowing as though you're able to have a conversation with someone. Your breathing gets a little bit harder, but that's when the next person speaks so that you can take a couple of breaths and whatever. But you're not going to be absolutely destroyed. This is one where you're just feeling like you're just getting through a nice workout, all right? (sighs) Hopefully I've explained that enough. So let's get into our four minute warm-up as we always do. So go to your machine and set up your drag factor. That's what you get on a Concept 2 but if you're on a different kind of machine then you may have some random resistance intensity setting which all I can do is suggest that you set it to a point where you get a good connection to the machine but it doesn't feel like you're having to heave in order to try and row your boat. Next up, go to your monitor and if you can set it at eye height rather than having to look up or down. And finally, the foot straps should come right about the balls of your feet so just below your toes if you're wearing shoes that's likely to be kind of right about the bottom lace in your shoe but in socks like me basically I just have to set it so that it's across the balls of my feet okay the point being you want to be able to get to the front of the machine bending forwards with your shins pointing up to the sky up to the sky quite why I said that like a pirate I don't know right four minute warm-up and do this 18 strokes per minute and the power you're gonna start off at is kind of the same as a body weight squat, okay? So you're not putting in loads of energy because you're gonna be working on your timing for the first minute, all right? So here we go then in three, two, one, and we're off. So just a nice little, or little, stop dropping your T's, John, little push with the legs. And what you're doing is you're thinking about the timing Of when you push with the legs and when you pick up the handle and by pick up the handle what I mean is that point when the handle connects to the flywheel so there's three connection points here basically there's your feet connecting with the foot plates and then your feet that kind of push connects up and into your hands to the handle and then the handle connects with the flywheel and you want all of that to happen in unison. Okay, so as you push, you pick up the flywheel at the same time. Now once you're starting to get happy with that connection, then you can start to think about adding in a little bit more force with that leg push and taking your pace up to 2k plus 20 seconds. What does he mean? Well, what I mean is if you row a two kilometer time trial, divide your resulting time by four, that gives you your average time to row 500 meters for a 2k and that's your 2K time. So when I say 2K plus 20, you take your 2K average time and go 20 seconds slower. But for the time being, we're gonna take one more stroke and put one foot on the ground, carry on rowing. Now today's session, I'm pegging as week one Session two of the ten k plan, but just because it's part of the ten k plan doesn't mean you're not allowed to do it as a standalone. This thirty twenty is a very popular row that I constantly bring up. Change feet, and so you might just want to be doing this one just so you can have a alternative to what. I'm talking about during the row. Keep on rowing with that one leg. in, work on that compression. Still try to think about the timing between your leg drive and the pickup of the handle. One more. Now let's put both feet in, legs round about straight, and then just continue rowing by swinging over your back and pulling in the handle. It's important that that's how you do it. So you swing over the back, in with the handle, out with the handle, swing over the back. (laughs) Simple. But the point here is that you're picking up that power with the back first and then finishing with the pull. And then swinging back over your hips again. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine and press out with straight arms and a forward lean. So hold those arms nice and straight, keep a forward lean to one o'clock to the front of the machine and just push out with your legs. All the time working on that connection between your feet and your hands and the flywheel. One more, swoosh, big super finish. All right then, so... You keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink and I'll go over one more time what today's workout is and you can program it into the monitor while I'm waffling away at you. Alright then, so today's session is a 30-minute workout, so you can just go ahead and program in 30 minutes into your monitor. And I've set the splits to 6 minutes, just so I can see how I get on through this, but it's just a straight 30-minute row, and you're going to be doing this at 20 strokes per minute. Your pace is going to be 2K plus 18, so that means your 2K average time plus 18 seconds, so if your 2K average is 150, you're gonna be rowing this at 208. Okay, so now effort level-wise, that means we're at about five or six out of 10, Bearing in mind, 1 out of 10 is sitting on the couch eating a bag of chips. 3 out of 10 is when you go for a nice little walk. And then this 5 to 6 out of 10 is when you're just moving a a bit more. Your heart rate gets up, breathing gets up, and you, you know your muscles are working, but you're nowhere near exhausted by the end of the session. Now, that might seem a bit, ooh, I'm not tired after a workout, but it's so important that you just get through one of these foundation building workouts that doesn't tire you out especially if you're doing the 10k plan because week one session three is a kill well it's not a killer but it's really (laughs) it's it's really tough the push pace that you're going to do in week one session three will really take you through quite a lot of effort and so you're going to need to be fresh enough for it so this is the one to do before it to prepare you for it all right I feel I have to justify these 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute more and more, but they really are. The more you look at them from a rowing training point of view, the more you see this session cropping up because it's such a a good one for you to do, okay? So here we go then. In three, two, one, let's start. So we kind of flew into that one there, didn't we? There was no last minute waffle. I just kind of went, right, let's go. (laughs) So... 20 strokes per minute 2k plus 18 which my 2k time right now is around 1.45 although I do need to do a retest but that means that I'm aiming to see 2.03 on my monitor for the duration of this row there's no cheeky last minute sprint There are no power strokes or anything like that. It's just a straight 30-20 at the bottom tier fitness building pace. And even though I'm saying that this is part of a 10K plan and you may be thinking, hang on, I'm going to be... Rowing for a lot longer than 30 minutes when I do my 10k. Don't just look at one session like this on its own. Look at what session one was, which is the four by 10 minutes, and then session three, like I say, is the push pace row which I've actually already recorded and uploaded. And if you look at some of the comments on it, you will see that people are finding it exactly how it's meant to be, which is quite tough. So, now that we're two minutes into this, let's talk about what we're actually doing right now rather than plans and training ethos. Mm. That's a good reason that I start most of these sessions talking about technique. And it's just to try to get those bad habits drummed out of your system, and to kind of give you a chance to just refocus your mind on your technique and make sure that no wee gremlins have snuck in. I've definitely. Developed some gremlins over the past few months because I've not been paying attention enough to my own stroke. Been too busy just muttering away to you instead. But really, injury prevention and therefore longevity on the machine should come first so if you've got a decent technique hopefully you won't be pulling any muscles hopefully you won't be suffering any lower back pains and then because you won't be tiring yourself out quicker than you should it means that you're okay to come back the next day for your next training session without being overly fatigued because it's one thing to wear out and pull some muscles but if you've got poor technique which means that you're having to work too hard it's quite easy to develop what they call overtraining syndrome which is actually more like under recovery syndrome where you basically haven't given yourself enough time to recover from one session to the next and end up feeling really Depleted and sometimes quite mentally down as well. So that's why I talk technique so much. And now that we're five and a half minutes, 110 or 112 strokes into this row you should be more than warm enough that you can start to think about what kind of body positions you're in and start adjusting them so let's try let's see how quick I can get through this today I'll maybe not add in all my caveats the first time around. Let's just talk what is perceived as the right technique. So, at its core, you look at your back and your posture. And what you want to think about doing is starting off, with a forward lean and then finishing the stroke in a backward lean funnily enough but then you rock forwards again so you're constantly forwards, backwards, forwards backwards, forwards backwards, forwards and notice that My time in a backwards position is nowhere near as long as my time in the forwards position. So we'll get to that. So if you can think about hinging backwards and forwards over your hips... With a good posture so up in your sit bones as you come into the front with a powerful back ready to brace against the stroke and then at the back of the stroke you still have your sit bones connected to the seat and your posture it's still powerful with a braced core to take the back end of your stroke. But it's not very good having a good posture and swinging your back. But you need to somehow get power into the machine and that comes back to what I was talking about in the warm up about pushing with the legs because as much as you may think that rowing is a pulling action it's not you're driving into the machine with your feet Pushing the machine away from you. And that's where the majority of the power of your stroke comes from, is that push with the legs. However, you can push with your legs and go nowhere like this. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Which, because I wasn't connecting my feet to my hands. It was all very good. I was pushing with my feet, but none of the power was going into the machine. So that's where the forward lean helps. But you also have straight... Arms out in front of you with that forward lean and you hold that forward lean and straight arms as you push with the legs and you brace against that power as it goes in to the flywheel you shouldn't need to pull early on the handle if you find you're having to launch yourself against the handle then chances are you have your drag factor too high or the resistance too high or you're not getting this connection from the feet to your hands right so as you come into the front push and you should feel your hands pick up the flywheel at the same time and as long as you keep those arms straight and hold that forward lean that power from your legs just sails into the flywheel. So that gets the initial power in, but then once you are about halfway through the leg drive, that's when you can finally swing from your forward lean into your backward lean. And this is one of the parts of rowing it's the hardest for people to work on and maintain either because you think you're holding that forward lean or you're just not getting it but you can think about holding your shoulders forwards as you drive for as long as possible hopefully you'll get there and anyway so you swing over your back and only once you start that backswing do you finally bend your elbows and pull your arms in to your chest handle height about sternum you don't want to dump the handle into your lap by finishing too low you're not trying to get some alien released out from your belly button but at the same time (laughs) you're not trying to get rid of a face hugger Alien references here, eh? By finishing up at your throat, okay? You may see people do this when they're rowing. It's a recipe for injury. So, especially if you're just starting off, just think about finishing. Run about sternum height then once you bring the handle in release it again at the same pace in out ok nice and fluid you are not jerking it away from you but you are also not holding on to it and then racing forwards holding onto it and then racing forwards a nice rhythm in, out in, out the speed you brought it in at is the speed you release it at and as you do that it triggers that forward lean Ooh, we're halfway there one jovi moment woohoo So, hands away, forward rock, and then once you have your hands over your knees and your body is in that forward rock, all you have to do is bend your knees and you will effortlessly slide to the front of the machine. with straight arms ready for the next stroke now the two last things I'll mention are that you want your arms to be nice and loose as you come forwards yes you will brace against the stroke but your arms should never be tense, nice and loose, like a zombie. Nice and relaxed. It may help to have a outward rotation of your elbows to help with that power line I was on about that transfer of power but it should also really help if you think about hooking your fingers over the handle rather than gripping onto it for dear life it's not a bike handlebar you're not going down a bumpy hill (laughs) even then you shouldn't be gripping onto it but you get what I mean fingers hooked this gives you a tiny bit more length but it also helps air circulate through your palms reducing the chances of you over sweating which can cause blisters by softening your skin and also I can't lead to just letting go of the handle the handle slip Whee! and then the last thing I'll say is your feet so as you drive you want your shins to start off in a vertical position because you've slid forwards on the seat just far enough for that vertical position and then get those heels down and push into the machine but make sure to keep pushing with your feet until your legs are all the way down so there's a difference between locking them down which isn't quite right and just pushing and making sure that your knees are down and that way you'll get all of the power from the machine or from your leg drive into the machine. And even think about pointing your toes forwards at the back to really make sure that your legs are down and, most importantly, that you are not tugging on the foot straps with your feet you'll see a lot of people will point will yank themselves to a stop with the foot straps if you ever complain about your foot straps loosening off there's a good chance it's because you are stopping yourself from flying off the back of the machine by tugging on the foot straps or by pulling yourself forwards again with the foot straps which destroys your posture and really puts a lot of strain on your hip flexors that doesn't need to be there and can result in injury so if you get your legs down by the end of the stroke and the handle away in the hip rock right you don't need to put any force on the foot straps at all and I will prove it by taking one foot out and then the other out so both feet are out of the foot straps and I am neither flying off the back of the machine nor am I stranded at the back there we go that took about 15 minutes that's because I kept on adding in all these extra bits that I promised you I wouldn't but that's A not so brief overview that covers most of technique. There's other things to say, but you'll either have heard me say it in other workouts, or you will hear me say it in other workouts. I just right now need to think about this timing between coming in and driving back out again as I've developed an issue where I pause at the front of the machine for a wee cup of coffee or an ice cream and while I'm there my butt scoots away from under me my backside's got a mind of its own so that's what I'm trying to iron out right now but I'm also just taking it nice and easy today because I know I had a tough workout yesterday And I know I'm going to have another tough one tomorrow, hopefully. Plus I had to take a week off due to cracking a tooth on a nut and needing the tooth pulled out. And this is the reason the sessions are slightly out of order why you'll see RA 49 on the Ergzone app jumps all the way to week 2 session 1 and why there's well, you'll see it but don't worry about it just follow the 10k numbers and all will make sense so we've got just under 6 minutes to go on this and you really shouldn't be finding this too tough at all if you're new to rowing then maybe just the fact that we're coming up for 25 minutes into the row may make it feel a bit more intense than if you had spent a while training but don't worry about it as your fitness improves you'll find that these 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute 2k18 pace become bread and butter second nature and they give you a chance to settle down and work on your technique and because they burn a good chunk of calories probably run about 300 calories during the row and then a post thermic effect burn of probably around about 100 calories it's just a good row if you are keeping an eye on calories as a weight loss point of view Or, if like me, you may be watching what you're eating, but as it's a Friday, it's cheat meal night. And for me, that means spaghetti bolognese. Oh yeah! Spag Ball Friday big plate spaghetti, big dollop, Bolognese, six pieces of buttered baguette on the side, a good old sprinkle of Parmesan cheese and then later I'll have some strawberry Greek yogurt with raspberries and blueberries stirred into it and just because I'm very dull I will stir in some collagen protein to that delightful sounding dessert but actually it's lovely half the trick to healthy eating is finding the things that are not only healthy but you really enjoy eating if you're just on cardboard and lettuce then you're not going to enjoy the healthier side of eating but if you can find things that you call a treat that are actually quite healthy and it's a win-win I think that's why I've really fallen in love with non-alcohol beer because I leave it until the weekend to drink it so it feels like a treat but because each can tends to only have about 30 calories in it I can drink seven or eight of them as opposed to one full leaded beer and actually it turns out it's the taste of beer I like not the buzz So, I can spend all weekend drinking non-alcoholic beer. It'll be the equivalent calories of like three beers. And, because there's no artificial preservatives and stuff in it, or sweeteners, it's much better than going for a diet soda like a diet coke or something at least that's what I tell myself it still is 200 odd calories that I don't need to be taking in but there is an avenue for enjoying yourself last stroke there we go there we go So for me, that was a really quick half hour and I kind of hope it was for you as well by jumping between whatever waffle I spoke about for the first five or six minutes to then talking technique and then my (laughs) dinner plans. Like you care, but hopefully, I mean, listen, the performance aspect of what I do with the plans and stuff is obviously very important to roll along. But just keeping you on the machine for longer than you would normally have spent, that's kind of what I'm all about, okay? So if I can just distract you for half an hour so you can get through a session like that without annoying you too much, without shouting at you, without being bombastic, without throwing random platitudes at you, saying, come on, you've got this totally, come on, you're, yeah, you're doing really well. Because for all I know, you're sitting at home like this going, no, I can't go on anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you could do it, you could do it. So that's why I'll never kind of do that kind of stuff. I'll just talk to you as though you're sitting next to me because we're rowing along together. That's why I do the session with you. I don't back off and pretend to do it. I put just as much into that in terms of proportional effort as you did. So and the seagull outside seems to agree with me. So, right, let's get into a two-minute cool down. Sorry, I should have been loading that up on my app. While while I was waffling, oh, see the problem is, it's miles away. It has to ages. There we go. Connect. So I use ErgZone to program the monitor. ErgZone and Crew are my two favourite apps, and I'm gonna. Do, I keep on threatening to do a app review thing, but I never. I'm not quite around to it yet. But the shortcut is Crew or ErgZone. the other ones to go for. Okay, cool down. 18 strokes a minute. I ran right about 2k plus 30 pace, so effort-wise four or five out of ten. In three, two, one, let's go. So it's really just, like I said at the beginning, a bread and butter workout today, okay? Really simple. Didn't push you. I didn't particularly go out there with what I was talking about. It's just one of those ones that it's very low-key. But it's so important. I think was it Karen? I'm forgetting who suggested it, but a few months back, someone said that these rows are like the reliable friend that you take to the bar with you, the one that always drives. They're the person that will hold your hair back as you're throwing up into the toilet at the end of a the night. They'll get you home safely they'll sneak you in past your parents if you're at that age they'll make sure that you're okay before they leave you that's what this row is it looks after you it gives you the fitness that you need when it comes to the performance stuff it lets you work on your technique gives you space to try and work through any issues you've got before you need to hit the dance floor again and go for it you need to have these sessions to make sure that you're okay for the big dance speaking of which have you seen the last dance the Michael Jordan Netflix documentary it's been out for ages and I'm sure spoken about it again but it's worth bringing it up again in terms of TV and sports documentaries it's so good when Julie and I watched it together and she doesn't really know or care about basketball neither do I particularly but two of us were just completely engrossed by it right, that's a two minute cool down, done I'll waffle at you for another 30 seconds to a minute or so, use this time to stretch or pack up or whatever. There's a point behind this end waffle and that's it. Okay, it's not for you to go, all right, he's all done and he's talking and then you just kind of end and walk away. Not only does that (laughs) damage my YouTube algorithm, but it damages you. Spend this time to stretch, just kind of make sure that you're happy before you just wander off to the shower or make yourself kind of food and drink. Make sure though to make sure you have some food and drink spaghetti bolognese is obviously recommended on a Friday night (laughs) but make sure it's something healthy just to replenish the fuel in your body even if you're going to be going out and hitting that dance floor tonight properly then make sure and have something healthy before you do all that okay there's always room for fun but make sure to be sensible beforehand sometimes that friend you need isn't always there (laughs) maybe they meet someone in the middle of the night or not in the middle of the night well maybe middle of the night and they leave you like I mean hell I met Julie in the middle of the night it was it was, what, just before 12 o'clock in a nightclub called The Tunnel in Glasgow. And it's, don't worry, it, it, this isn't, I'm not giving away password-sensitive information here. You're not going to to hack into my bank account by you, me telling you the story. But yeah, I was out with my friends, just having a wee boogie. <laughs> it was, it was <coughs> dancing away. And saw, just saw this girl dancing with her friends about 5 to 10 metres away. And I just, my body went, ugh. You have to speak to this woman. And I mean, see, when people talk about love at first sight, I think that's what it is, is there's, there's something chemically changed in me. I got agitated in that kind of like, I have to speak to this girl. She's just incredible. In a way that, I mean, I'm not bragging, but I'd mean I'd been out with friends before and I'd met a girl and we'd kind of we'd had a had a bit of a dance and had a bit of a drink and maybe had a little bit of a kiss. <laughs> But it never came to anything, because all it was was, hey, I think you're pretty, and, and whatever, let's just have a have a snog, as they call it here. Have a little snog together. Mm-hmm. But this was totally different. Saw Julie, and something chemically, physically changed in me. And I was like, I have to speak to this woman. And fortunately, she said afterwards, she's like, I'd spotted you ages ago, and I was going to dance. And this isn't what her voice, this isn't an impression of her, she doesn't have a low voice. Um... Uh, I, I, to, I was waiting for you to come over, and I, where's the point? I'm like, where's? She should have spoken to me, but anyway. Um, and it's all because I was wearing a red polo shirt. Apparently, that's what she saw first was a red Ralph Lauren polo shirt, and she thought, hey, there's a guy in red. I like red. Where, to be honest, I just saw this blonde bombshell and thought, oh, she's pretty, and she still is. And this is what twenty coming off of twenty-five years later that um, yeah that we met. so, anyway, so yeah so. <laughs> wait how on earth did I get to that oh yeah it's about going out and dancing and meeting someone in the middle of the night so yeah so Julie and I met it was like just before midnight that, that we met so what was the middle of the night when you think about it is that middle of the night or is that yeah? there's a dog barking outside now do you think he's chasing the seagull anyway right I'm going to stop now I've told you my little story that's my Friday night story for you and I am going to say goodbye you all take care of yourselves we're hopefully getting out the other end of all this So do carry on staying safe and being well. I will see you in the next one and let's have hashtag uh, the tunnel Glasgow, okay? Because that's what the the nightclub was where I met the uh, most important person, my favourite person in my life. Sorry, folks, but I'm taken. Bye-bye.